Unlicensed Entertainment. I am your host, Carl Entner. Uh, I forgot to write down what episode we're on, so I'm not going to say it. You know what episode we're on. Uh, for those of you who listened last week, this is not going to be an episode where I whine about having a guest book that canceled the last minute and then do a 40-minute podcast where that comes up every five seconds. I've moved past the fact that that guy flaked on me twice. So he got a... You gotta live in yeah. accompaniment here. So we are doing the first episode of 2022 with my lovely wife, Natasha. Hi. Sorry, I have boba in my mouth. Hi. <laughs> Every time you say good morning or whatever, I just want to like... I didn't say good morning. Whatever. Who You're knows in- when they're listening to this? They could be listening to this at night. Your intro. Every time you say it, I want to be like, what's up in the middle of it? And I'm like... No, that's a jerk thing. And then immediately after you finish, I'm like, well, I am a jerk. I just want I just want to embrace that part now. Like, this is my villain era. I just want to do things. Okay. I mean, you did a little bit of a... You're not supposed to jump in until I introduce you. And you just jumped did I in jump? anywhere. Well, whatever. So, that's so what you, you get. Did it. You did this it. is cheap labor here. You get what you pay for. I mean, I'm paying to do this podcast. You're getting the opportunity oh, to do it for free. Are you a high value man? What? Are you a high value man right now? I'm just saying, I pay for this. You could do it for free. Oh, okay, okay. Do you think having Instagram is cheating too? What? Oh, okay. You don't know. You don't know all this. If it's something on TikTok, when you're TikTok. No, this is a podcast. I think it's called the Fit and Fresh or something podcast. But all they do is like go online, like two dudes go online and like they're talking about like being high value men. How like the woman has to bring so much to the table. No, I'm just saying you're getting this wonderful opportunity to be on a yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And you don't have to pay for it. I'm paying for okay. it. So well, I bought good this for table. you for I bought well, this table. I could have found something else to record I bought it this on. lamp too. Did you? Maybe. I'm not sure you bought that lamp. There's two lamps here. I bought one of them. Okay. But I bought this table for sure. Okay. Okay. I could have found something else to record it on that doesn't really change what? anything. What? There's other items. I'm sure I can no, find something isn't. else. We have nothing else Or I would have bought a, bought a table to, to record it on. Okay, whatever. All right. That's... That, does not matter. This is the villain era. Okay. So for if, if you haven't already, please rate my podcast on iTunes. It does me a lot of good if I have some reviews in there. I have a couple now. So thank you for the two people. I literally have a couple. Any, thank you for the two people that have... You want to uh, shout them out, bro? Uh, no, because they use Cause fake names. you didn't na- write it down? They use fake names anyway. Was it you? Were you no, the two people? No. My fake name is JB Red. Okay. 100%. If you see a review on any of my friends' podcasts and it says JB Red, that's me. Because James Bond and then my col- favorite color oh, at the wow. time was red. Wow. It's a nice little also, alias. Also, my Venmo is at Tosh Bun. If you want to send me money to um, make my own podcast. Oh, we're going to advertise shit. I have an electric bike taking up too much <laughs> fucking room in here that I want at my work party that I don't want. I'm trying to sell it. My work says it's $1,000. I'm willing to part for it for like seven fifty or best offer. So... Please, please buy this electric bike off of me or contact me about that. If we're going to advertise no. bullshit. Okay. So uh, for those of you who have listened to the show before, this is an entertainment news slash loosely related to entertainment podcast. Quasi. Quasi related to my entertainment podcast. We do not go into uh, gossip because I do not care about who's dating who or any of that kind of stuff because that does not matter to me. It's their own personal lives. So we don't go into that, but movie, TV, or other related entertainment stuff we go into. Uh, so for the first segment, I say loosely related because the first segment I like doing is extremely loosely related. And in this t- this week, will be even more loosely related than usual. Why? I'll explain. But let me explain what the segment is first. 
So what I do? Oh, is it freezing? <laughs> I I tested this beforehand, made sure it was recording great, and now it's freezing. Ah, uh, well, let's see if it does that again. Hopefully, well, it's not too bad. Let's see where it stopped. Nah, we'll see if it does it one more time. If it does that again, quality, you guys, quality. quality. Yeah. Okay. So what this segment is is I take notes when I'm watching TV shows or movies or reading a book about things that I think would be interesting topics, either related directly to the product or just like a spinoff on that idea. Now, the reason why it's even more loosely related is because I've been saving these up for a while and I don't, until until after I realized this last episode, I don't take notes on where I got it from. I expect my, my mind to go back to remembering where this note came from and what inspired this note. Side note, Carl one time sent me something through text message of like, yo, this is really cool, isn't it? I was like, yeah, it's totally cool, but I don't know like if I should like spend money on it right now. Then, later, forgot that he told me and bought it as a gift. Okay. That's how bad your memory is because you said you didn't remember telling me anything about this. I don't, I still remember telling you about this. It doesn't matter. That's <laughs> I'm just, I'm okay. just giving, I'm giving the people what they want. Okay. I'm not sure what that had to do with anything. You're having a bad memory. Uh, okay. Do you have a bad memory of you having a bad memory? I don't think it's that bad. If I'm taking notes, I don't think I have that bad of a memory. Lots of things go on. I think I have about as good of a memory <laughs> as everybody else. Lots of things else. go on. No, I, I used to think I have a bad memory, but then I, I started being observant of other people like you or other people, and I realized everybody has a, it doesn't have a perfect I memory. I have a perfect you memory. You do not. You talk to me when I'm sleeping. That's not my fault. <laughs> no, you just don't have a perfect memory. I find myself having to repeat things I've already told Anyways, you Anyways, what's times. this segment about, sir? So, again, it's observations off of the entertainment that I've partaken in. And because I, uh, this most a lot of these notes are from all the way back in November, <laughs> I don't remember where all of them came from. Okay. So it's gonna be very loosely related, but I don't want to. I don't want to waste these. Also, some of them I'm not gonna. I never go in specifics in my notes. I feel like I'm just gonna vamp off of them. So some of these I gotta figure out what the fuck I meant. When I so you're down. like yo yo. These thoughts are so good. I had to tell you guys about them. Well, usually I record every two weeks, and I had a guest. But they're also not good enough to go back to figure out where I had these thoughts well, from. Here's the thing. I had a guest set up for late November that these notes were gonna go with. I was gonna do a segment with him. But he canceled me on the last minute. So I'm now expected to remember something from all the way back from November when I only had to remember it for two weeks. But now I have to remember for two months. Because I think it'll still be interesting. Okay, tell me. All right, the first one. I don't know why I, I thought about this. Probably because it was close to Halloween. Yeah. Uh, everybody know, has heard the trivia fact that, uh, or at least most people have, that Michael Myers' mask yeah. is a William Shatner mask painted white. You've heard that, right? I only know this because you told me this. Okay. Well, it's a very famous okay. trivia fact. I was talking to someone online, I actually can't remember this, about this fact, and he was like, it would be even more scary if he talked like Shatner. If he's going to kill you, and they do the person, and he talked exactly like him too. So like, I don't, what the fuck is his sister's name? Lori. Lori, I'm going to stab you. I think it'd be a better, more fun movie, because I find Michael Myers... Did incredibly he, boring. Did he just do that in Star Trek, or did he talk like that in general? No, he talks... Okay, it's exaggerated. Uh, when you when you watch his stuff, he does do that, but, like, most of the impersonations are very much, like, very long, overdoing it pauses, but especially when he's having an intense scene, the more ramped up he gets as a character, the more he does that. If he's having a regular conversation with you, he'll talk like a normal person. 
But if he's having a dramatic moment, he really likes to milk that. And so those pauses are supposed to be, ooh, he's being so dramatic here, but it comes across as goofy. Has William Shatner ever had anything problematic about him come out? Uh, he's a dick. But I haven't heard anything, like, sexually or anything like okay, that. He's then, just a dick. Then, boo, you can keep on with your uh, speech, speechily pauses. I know he, he definitely had, he's definitely a diva, is what I've heard. You know what? Who doesn't love a diva once in a well, while? Well, I mean, his crewmates didn't like the diva. <laughs> he and George Takei, or Takai, do not get along. No. And they will malign, insult each other online. Often. Not often, but every once in a while you'll see like a little little brush between yeah, those yeah. two. Yeah, they don't like each other. Leonard Nimoy and him famously did not talk for a long time. I think they managed to uh, get in one last good conversation before Leonard Nimoy died, so he got a little bit of closure on that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was a star of the show, and I think he didn't like the fact that, you know, Leonard Nimoy is probably more popular than he was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just, he had, a, he had an ego. I think he's probably gotten a little better with age, but not that much better. But yeah, he's not terrible. Okay, next right. next piece of information we don't know where it came from. Puns when killing. Uh, I watch a lot of James Bond, or uh, this might have had to do with how with with Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that. But I feel like it's worse when it's James Bond. People that take the time in action movies when they kill a person to make a pun. Think about that if that was real life. Someone just murdered some. Maybe, maybe in self-defense, maybe it's their job. But if you were in a room with someone that made a pun while killing somebody, I don't want to be around that person. I feel like that person is psychotic. Do you not? Make a pun about killing or make a pun before you kill somebody? When they, either way, before or after the kill. Like, you throw someone in a bathtub, throw a toaster, and go, that was shocking because they get electrocuted to death. I mean, was it a good death, though? Was it a nice toaster? What was it? A nice bathtub? But I, it doesn't. That no, doesn't, yeah, yeah, it totally the, does. So the human life doesn't matter as much as the situation. I mean, yes, it does. But like, was it a nice bathtub? Uh, it's a normal bathtub. It's yeah, our, especially like if it was this, if this is a movie, I'd be like, yes, look at that nice bathtub. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like movies have a different rule. Like in movies, that's common. You you could have a person in like their first ever life and death situation. They'll kill somebody and then they'll make a pun about it. That's weird. In you, life? In, in life, that would be fucked up. And it's just accepted in movies. I no? mean, this behavior has to stem from something, though, that somebody saw. Like, that's not a thing that pe- somebody was like, yo, this will be a funny character trait. This had to be, like, somebody did something messed up in the real world, made a joke about it, and now that's why it's so widely known I mean, in shows and the, TV. Well, the oldest version I know is James Bond. All the way back from uh, to Goldfinger, I think is the first one I know, is the bathtub situation that I just gave you. is from Goldfinger, mm-hmm. 1963. Or four. Mm-hmm. One of those years. So, going all the way back to then, and then it became a famous trope of James Bond, and other people picked it up. At least when the Nightmare uh, on Elm Street does it, at least it is a serial killer. But tons of action movies do that now. I think it started because James Bond did it. I, oh. I could be wrong. But the, the earliest ones I've seen are James Bond. I mean, are the jokes at least funny? Yeah, they're funny. But again, real life. I'm talking about movie world versus real life. I don't think I would like to hang out with James Bond while he's killing people and laughing about it. No? No, because no, he also hit women, didn't he? Well, it depends on which one you're watching. Yeah. Uh, Daniel no, Daniel Craig didn't hit women. Uh, Not on screen. The, I heard nothing... <laughs> Look, I've heard he, I heard one bad story about Daniel Craig. It's not cancelable, but it did make him a dick in my eyes. But it's not like Sean Connery, who hit women on and off screen. Yeah. 
That's bad. Or Ro- Roger Moore only hit on screen. He fought against every single time he did that. He hated that. Good for him. Well, he, he Roger Moore believed that James Bond should sex his way into information. He just should be so good with with women and sexing them up that they'll give information. I mean, I'm okay with you with that logic. If you're so good at your job that you're sexing somebody up and not hitting somebody, but the sexing the thing up has to be like 100% consensual. Cons- consensual. Consentable. Consentable, okay. Then you can get that information. Well, if you're physically, sexually forcing yourself on somebody for information now. Yeah, a lot of people... You're cut. You're cut, Roger Moore. Roger Roger Moore Moore still alive? No, he's dead. Oh, well... Roger Moore and Sean Connery are the only dead James Bonds. I don't know the living ones, but okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he never had any... He never even had any uncomfortable scenes. Like, like Sean Connery clearly raped Pussy Galore in Goldfinger. Uh Uh-huh. And people are mad that people bring that up nowadays. Like, the new director of No Time to Die brought that up, that that was uncomfortable, that James Bond did that. Yeah. And, like, it's not, like, acknowledged Pussy Galore eventually gives in and she seems to like it, but no, it's assault. Mm-hmm. It's It's a messed up scene. If you watch Goldfinger, the barn scene where he sleeps with Pussy Galore is a messed uh, up scene that did not age well. Let's change that vocabulary, sir, where he sleeps with Pussy Galore or where, where he Where he sexually rapes. assaults Pussy Galore. Thank you, yeah. sir. Sorry. Yeah. Still a good movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the... I, now, this one, I do Why not... Why is that scene in there, then? Because it, back then it's just like, oh, he, she finally stopped fighting against what she wanted. Mm. And he's so good, he turned her from lesbian to a straight woman. I'm going to stop. Was she a lesbian? Yes. Way to go in for the, her. In the book, she's openly a lesbian. In the in the movie, it's implied. Bro, I'm going to stop fighting wanting... I'm going to start stop fighting against wanting a million dollars. Okay. And bitch to give in. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to work the same way. Can you make it happen? No, I, I can't make oh that happen. Gosh. I make less money than you. I'm not going to suddenly get a million dollars. How much are we going to sell this bike for? A million dollars. Okay, cool. okay, there we go. Oh, cool. Here's the, I do not know where this came from. Mm-hmm. I've looked through everything that I've watched and read, and I cannot figure out where this came from, but I am intrigued by this. Mm. Do I know anybody in witness protection? Mm. Because how would you know? They got a new life. They're, they, ha- they have to pretend to be other people. So if they're on the run from something... I feel like we don't know anybody in witness protection. And I will say this because I ask... I'm nosy. I ask a lot of questions. I'm not going to lie. Like, once I meet somebody new, I'm like, yo, what's your... I'll go from what's your favorite color to, like, what's your social security number in the same freaking conversation. Okay. Um, And I don't think people in witness protection program are as talkable. Like, can keep talking to me. Because I figure, like, once you start digging around for questions, you're going to stop. Well, I'm sure they train them. I'm sure they they, no. they go like, okay, here's the kind of things you need to know off the... This is like, government. They don't train anybody. You recite this enough times, and then it becomes, like, uh, second nature to you. You have an answer for it. No. I, I, I feel like they drop people off in the middle of nowhere, and they're like, yo, don't tell anybody who you really are, or you're gonna die, and we can't make you new passports. Our listeners who are in witness protection right now are feeling so relieved that we don't know that they're witness protection. Because our listeners are, somebody, are people that I know. There's nobody that... Also, you don't, don't know. Ma- like, I don't know. No. What? No, what were you going to say? You don't ask a lot of, like, in-depth questions to people, I feel like, sometimes. What do you mean by that? Like, am I rude? No. I, did I say that? I'm trying to understand what you correlate? mean. I'm trying to understand because it, like it seemed like a criticism. No, I feel like you don't ask 
like, as, like... Maybe not in depth isn't the word, but like invasive questions. No, like I, I do. <laughs> yeah, no, I will definitely. Uh, I will ask questions. That's the thing I was wondering about. You're saying I will ask questions, but I, I am very wary of crossing bounds. Yeah, I don't want to offend somebody or go past what they feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Especially, and the the less I know somebody, the less I'm going to do that with somebody. Uh, if someone, some like if a coworker has a personal thing going on, I I might be semi work friends with them but i'm not gonna delve into more than what they're willing to just give out because that's not my place we don't we don't know anybody in witness protection because we don't have any friends i have friends yeah i mean they won't show up and do my podcast when they say they will like we're in our 30s like the people that we know now we've known for years at least yeah i have friends i see them every sunday also like the thing about like witness protection is like you're not supposed to like be out in the media no so it would have to be somebody that we know that doesn't have any social media that isn't trying to put themselves out there like i feel like they could have like a facebook but they probably wouldn't be you know it's probably not any of my improv friends yeah probably or that's a perfect disguise they wouldn't ex- expect a guy who saw a murder like, to be funny. We're gonna join. We're gonna join this crappy improv group because you're never gonna go anywhere. Exactly. So our name is never gonna go anywhere in the mass public they, media. They see me, yeah. being a, one of the stars of like the lead team in, in an improv group, and they're like, "If that guy can be on here, he's gonna run this show down the drain." There's no way they're gonna get big. Go so ahead and have your fun. He did. He did. And now you guys just meet up every week for bowling. Except for I can't bowl because it hurt my hips. So I, yeah. I, I meet up every week to watch my friends bowl. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. I, okay. Hey. This one... No, go ahead. Would you take me to witness protection with you, though? Yeah. Of course. What if they can only take one of us? What do you mean? What if they're like, yo, government budget cuts. We can only take you or your wife. Would you let me go or would you go? I mean, either way, I'm not. I'm losing you. So I feel like I'd, I'd, if I had to choose between my safety or yours, you win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you send me all my stuffed animals in the mail? No, I'm not allowed to know where oh, you moved to. Well, you can send it to the White House, and then the White House will send it to the me. White House. They have, yeah. There's very little going yeah. on in the world right they're now. They think can they're all like that. bombs or something. They're like, why is there yeah. 20 stuffed animals in one box? This is yeah. super weird. Your Pikachu is gonna get ripped apart. <gasps> I'm just saying. In a Pokemon battle. All right. This one I remember where I got this from. I was watching the show MASH. I'm trying to give it a chance, but every time I start watching it, I get bored. But I thought this was interesting. So there's a storyline on that show where a guy needed blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only guy that could provide it for him did not want to provide it for this person. Can't remember why, but he had his reasons for it. I think it was an enemy combatant needed blood, and their doctors, they wanted to save him. The guy was like, no, I'm not going to give my blood to an enemy combatant. Yeah. Then he's blood. So what they did was they drugged him and then took his blood. Do you believe, take away the enemy combatant part, may, just just a random person or maybe even someone you know, They that if someone is dying that needs your, and you're the only one that can give the blood, is it okay to force someone who doesn't want to give it to give blood? No. Why? They're going to save a life. You're going to let someone die from something easily preventable, but you don't want to take their blood. This is tricky because I also believe that ma- like vaccine mandates should be in place mm-hmm. for the good of public health. Yes. But also that's been proven scientifically. Also, here's the thing. If somebody needs a blood transfusion, 
something okay to break this down if somebody needs a blood transfusion some and this is mass right so like they're in the desert or whatever they're they're in korea oh dang really yeah i didn't know that but like they're like in battle right yeah like are they in battle like are they in korea in battle the whole like, seven episodes seasons or something yeah they, they the show lasts longer than the korean war uh also uh they are not on the front lines they're a medical unit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they never they mo- they fly their people back to to them if they're injured Okay. Okay, to break down somebody needing blood, something seriously has to be wrong with you. And, I, I, bro, nobody ever needs, like, one unit of blood, okay? Also, like, there's a super serious blood shortage right now. So if, like, y'all can give some blood, like, go ahead and give it. Like, that aside, if you need one unit of blood, no. Like, if you, you're going to need more one, than one unit of blood. And at any given time, one person can only give one unit of blood. Or they risk going into, like, whatever issues themselves. Second, I... Like, you can't, like, that's the same thing as, like, if you, you, if you needed a kidney, I'd probably give it to you. But if somebody yeah. else needed a kidney, be like, no, I need this to survive, too. That's the other thing. Okay, like, if you're in war, here's the other thing. Okay, look at, like, this is all situational, too. Like, if somebody's in war, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're, and, okay, are they getting the blood from one of their people or one of the, one, the bad people, One supposedly? of their own people, one of okay. their own people. But that doesn't matter. That, this no, situation no, no. was just a setup for, you know, we are in civilian life. We just happen to be isolated from any other source of blood basically yeah so like your friend can give blood to save this guy's life but she won't yeah so okay i'm assuming they didn't do any blood tests on the dude they took the blood from either to see if he was at a healthy blood level or if there's anything else going wrong with him if he's in war his cortisol levels are probably super high his immune system's probably shot so all of that aside medically this wasn't a good decision in my books but um no you can't take something away from somebody else and it's not like this isn't, like, disparity. It's not like saying, like, we can't tax the rich to give to the poor because the rich are exploiting the poor to get that rich. But, like, this is dude's own bodily issues that, like, you can't take something out of somebody's body to give it to somebody else because it doesn't belong to that person. So, I watched this episode, and the whole time I was watching it, I was 100% on the side of Alan Alda and the crew who took on the guy that's being a dick and took his blood. Mm. And then I, I, I follow this person on Twitter. She's called Feminist Next Door. And she's brilliant. If you're if you're a guy that can handle some criticism of men, which he has plenty, uh, it's a really interesting page to follow. But she made a point that I never thought about when it came to pro-life, pro-choice people. She was like, basically, uh, the reason because I always thought I always had a hard time separating the fact that people think that when you abort a baby, that you're killing the baby. I always had a hard time separating that because I understand. I always understood the the pro-life people's point mm-hmm. of view that you're killing somebody but I just didn't believe is a, is a life yet and then she made this great point which is the baby is stealing is taking nutrients and blood and all this different stuff from the mother of the child mm-hmm. nobody has a right to take that stuff from you without your consent just because you got pregnant you are not consenting to another life taking stuff from you and when I heard that that was the best argument I've ever heard against the, the pro-life side and that made me change my whole opinion on the match episode based on another version of that same thing. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, changed my mind. But So I used to be on the different side than you, so I was arguing that, but I definitely am on your side with this one. Um, also, like, you're taking something away from somebody. Like, that dude's going to have super bad trust issues now that his friends that he thought were colleagues knocked him out to take something from him. To be fair, they weren't friends. 
He's the kind of he's the dick on the episode that everyone makes That's fun of. That's not the of. point. I'm just saying I mean, they never trusted okay. each other. The but whole they're, point they're is, colleagues, right? They're colleagues, but they don't trust each other and they do pranks on him and stuff like that all the time. He's basically like the Dwight of the war zone. I still wouldn't even do that to Dwight. That's really messed up. He's he's worse than Dwight, but I'm just saying that's okay, what he Okay, but is. like that's the thing. And like there's been studies that shown like you knock people out and take something from them, like that gives them so many like PTSD and like issues that they're gonna have to deal with. Um I mean, I get that people don't wanna get the vaccine, but there's so much science saying to get a vaccine. That's why there should be mandates. Or just wear your mask and people are still against that. Yeah. Like I don't understand. Well, in the end of the show, we're gonna go into a little bit more stuff along those lines because you watch some stuff that I wanna go into. And it's loosely related to entertainment, so we can go into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, wait. Oh, sorry, you have more I to say. I forgot. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> so the next one. Uh... I wrote this down. I remember this. This was based off a comic book storyline that came out. And it's a very minor panel that, the, like, the DC Comics was just uh, putting out on a post mm-hmm. on Facebook that I saw a lot of people get mad about. Because they use the phrase, go woke, go broke. Mm-hmm. You, have you heard that phrase before? No. It's basically anytime uh, something is, is culturally progressive, something like that, in entertainment, uh, the people on the right tend to go like, oh, the reason why this doesn't go well, and even if things go well, they just deny it. Mm-hmm. They went woke, and so nobody likes it, so go woke, go broke. So recently there was a storyline, and it's just a minor panel that went out where uh, Superman's son, who's also Superman, because there's now two Supermans, uh, was uh, helping out... Would they be Supermen at that point? I guess when you you group them. But when he's by himself, he's Superman. Okay. uh, Was saving a Spanish person. Mm -hmm. And he was speaking to that Spanish person in Spanish, because this Superman's bilingual. He learned Spanish. And the internet was so mad about this. Superman's too woke now because he can speak Spanish. I I was reading through the comments and so many people were so mad about this. Can you imagine being mad about someone learning another language? What's bad about that? Doesn't Superman, he can do something really fast, right? Or can he only fly really fast, like around the sun or whatever? Uh, I know he can read fast, at least in in the Christopher Reeves movies. I'm not sure if that applies to the comic books. Because there's like so many years and different versions of Superman, but he can do. They basically add a power every time they yeah. want him to have a power. I mean, if I can read super fast, one, I think he would be burnt out fast because I would just want to learn everything that mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Um, and I think at that point I would be Superman and just like stop helping people. Okay. Um, but like also like if I can learn really fast, wouldn't you like if you could read really fast, wouldn't you want to learn things really fast? Like Superman isn't American, right? Like he grew up in Kansas or whatever, but yeah. like he's not from America, right? Technically not. I think he has like his his uh, parents or his adopted mm-hmm. parents claim that he was their son, so he has like a social security number. He has a birth certificate and stuff like that. They basically just said happened on the farm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in Kansas, that I mean, that yeah. might happen. That might so work. So he, he's he, he's an American citizen, but he's technically illegal, and that stuff's all all lies. But he comes from another world. Yes, he does. Okay, I'm asking these things because I don't really care about Superman. But this is his son too. Okay, but listen. Okay. If I came from another world and you came to like um, Earth, I'd be like, what else is out there, bro? Like, yeah. and if you can learn other cultures and stuff, like, why wouldn't you want to learn that? And, and they've taken away, because uh, they, they thought it was a little bit narrow. Superman's uh, big saying was that he predicted protected truth, justice, and the American way. They have taken out the American way from his saying because they realize this guy is 
about saving anyone. Yeah. He's not just American. Which you should be about saving anybody. So they they broadened him out, and I don't think there's anything wrong with going like, look, all life is important. We need to protect as many people as we can. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's also respecting other cultures and the one he grew up in, that's not bad. That is, I don't see how that's a bad trait. When I see people on the right getting mad about this stuff, and comic book fans are really a lot of the time very just gross with their opinions on things and gatekeeping and things have to be a certain way. Uh, it's just it's just bad. Just being open to inclusivity. I don't think see how that's bad. It's not taking away. If you don't like a choice that a comic book made, guess what? There's like 70, 80, I don't know, Superman's been around forever. Mm-hmm. There's like 90 years of Superman that you could read that doesn't have that stuff in it. But to be mad that it has stuff in it that you don't like because it's more progressive than you is stupid. Yeah. Times change, grow with them. All right. Um, okay, this one is more fun. Tell me. So I'm. I mentioned this a few times on the podcast. I am going through all the Disney movies in order from when they came out, from like Snow White all the way up to the present. Uh, and back in November, I watched Brother Bear, which is a yeah. D- Disney movie I hate. I think. It's- I'm on my way. Okay. okay. And I have to say. This movie makes no sense. It more it makes Why? less sense than any other Disney movie. Why? Because the main character murders... Okay, he, he kills a bear, and then he becomes a bear. And then he coincidentally becomes friends with the son of the bear that he killed. And his, after the, the, the bear son finds out that the main character killed his mom, he's upset for like five minutes. He's a kid, though. And also oh, a bear. okay. So you're gonna forget, but these are very human-like bears. They act like people. You're gonna be perfectly cool with hanging out with a person who killed someone you care about. No, because I hold grudges. Everybody would hold that grudge. You think? You cannot move past. You murdered my mom. But like, didn't he like do something to like help him? Like, didn't he take care of him the whole movie and stuff? He took care of him the whole movie. That doesn't. So, so if I kill some kid's mom, bro, this is wild. This is the just, wild. You have just an walk adult around bear with them. No, 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 no. Because remember, we watched the bear show. We watched the bear show. Like you have the cubs have to stay with the older parent or an older bear so they don't die. So he's. So you're saying. He never forgave him. He's just using him. Yeah. Okay. I'll accept that. That's we, better than the crap that I thought. We use men here. We use okay. men here. Because that movie's terrible. Okay. Uh, right. What? This, is, this one's good. Uh, this was from... Uh, Does multiple... he get turned back into a human? No. Oh. He's... Dang, really? He just stays a bear the rest of his he life? Sa- he learns a lesson. He has to take care of the bear. So, yeah. He, he's like a mo- There's like a minute scene where he's in human form again, and then he goes like, no, I have to go back to him. <gasps> See? That's cute. It's bad. You didn't like that part? No, it's terrible. It's a terrible movie. Disney okay. Hater, bro. Phil so, did that. It was a banger. Yeah. So up? coincidentally, I've been reading a lot of stuff that deals with this topic. Both I've been reading uh, Iron Man deals with this, and also the Star Wars new show, uh, The Bad Batch about clones, Depression. deals with this, which is, is it okay to treat artificial intelligence poorly? No. 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 Yeah, I'm in the same agreement with you. Uh, but, like, there's this... Like, whole... I, have you seen those videos before that, like, they kick robots and stuff? Yeah. Or, like, have you seen those, like, Reddits where, like, people, like... I don't know where it was. I think up in Canada, somebody, like, made a robot, right, that had, like, a tracking device in it. And they just wanted to see, like... And it held up a sign saying, like, hey, we're just... Like, it's a... I fr- like, what is it called? Um, hitchhiking robot. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just like, yo, we just want to see how far we can get 
take it wherever you're going and just put it in the parking lot and then like somebody else will pick it up and we'll do the whole thing like and it was just like look we don't have any like yeah. cameras or anything it's just a tracking device we want to see how far it goes like an experiment or whatever it got to pittsburgh bro yeah did I've you, heard about this. You've heard about yeah. And, like, somebody, like, demolished yeah. it, bro. I wonder when's the line when it becomes actual intelligence, when's just programming, when you can tell a difference. But, like, in these things, it's like uh, the Jedi and Star- the Bad Batch created a clone army, which had personalities and individualism. And So children. They made children. They basically made children that age quickly, and they're, they're made to go to war. That's fucked up, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And these are the good guys doing this. The bad guys made robots. Still can be considered wrong too if you read uh you're never gonna read it but recent iron man had a whole storyline where he realized that he's been misusing artificial intelligence and he is fighting for rights for artificial intelligence mm-hmm. creatures and he's still having to learn go against his old prejudices because there's one point where in order to save himself he lets off an emp but emps kill electronics and there were electronic beings nearby so he ended up killing a bunch of electronic people and he didn't think about that until after he did it so he's yeah, fighting against his prejudices. And I think that's so interesting to go on. Like, when is when does that happen? When do you come to the point where you realize the machines have just as much a right to be treated like civilized as people do? Do you, do you think clones have the same right, too? I would think so. If they have intelligence, they have the right. Yeah. Uh, also, I find that uh, Star Wars is really bad with this stuff. You look at the way they treat um, C-3PO. Mm-hmm. They treat him so badly. Any humanoid droid in yeah. Star Wars is treated like crap. The only ones they treat well are like the, the little ones that look like trash cans. R2-D2, who that doesn't speak English, they love. But C-3PO can speak for himself. He can steal they treat girl, like bro. garbage. And I think, the, but then you see things where like uh, robots look exactly like us. And they're like, like uh, people tend to go, oh, well, they're basically human because they, they have skin. Mm-hmm. They look like us, so they're cool. But the more robotic something looks, but still like humanoid shape, uh, fiction's cool with treating them like crap. I think that's weird. Um, we will never... <laughs> I was going to say... I was going to say when you're talking about it that um, we will never give artificial intelligence rights. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to take that back. Like, in my head, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack and be like, I think men would give artificial intelligence more rights than women and minorities. Really? Yes. I feel like the I feel like they might eventually be included and respected on the progressive side, but I feel like conservative side would treat them the lowest of the low because they're gonna they're gonna take our jobs. Uh, you know, uh, who asked for them to be created? Uh, the, the, I think they use a lot of things that they use against immigrants. Like they'd use against robots. Maybe. Okay, uh, so uh, <laughs> okay. moving on to a, another less heavy subject. Uh, I was watching uh, Star Trek Discovery. How is that not a heavy subject? What? Artificial intelligence. I said we're moving on to a less oh, heavy okay, subject. Okay, 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 okay. And I noticed this, this thing happened all the time in Star Trek Discovery. Okay, I wasn't listening. But I, I have now actually come up to the point where I started putting the name of the shows oh. at the end of the notes. <gasps> when it gets closer to we the We love ones. progression. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, on this show, there was a moment where... Uh, Basically, the bad guys are trying to lock them into an area of the ship. So they start closing the doors. Mm-hmm. And this happens all the time in science fiction stuff, or any, any, any adventure thing, really, where bad guys start closing doors, and the doors close in sequence. Mm-hmm. Like, they get through one door, and the other door is just starting to close. Why don't bad guys shut all the doors at once? Why is it always in sequence? If you just shut down all the doors at once, and they all came down, they wouldn't make it past the first room. 
it annoys me when I realize that that's a I common like, problem. Like, were they like at a command center? Like- They're at a command center. Or maybe don't start at the do- at the door closest to them. Start at the door closer to the end if you have to do it in sequence. I don't know. I feel like sometimes you have to do it in sequence. And like this, my I'm just my think this in general. Um, because I work in a hospital, and some of the closes, some of the when we have fire drills, some of the doors closes at different times than other doors and I think they're on different circuits or whatever I don't know things but like I think they're on different parts of the machine mm-hmm. um in case something malfunctions and they can still get in and out of places uh, so I that like, might be the case I, I feel like if you're in the future especially like Star Trek or, or Farscape or something like that we have the, the doors could close all at the same time they, we close the doors all at the same time the bad guys can do that it's it's a it's a bad it's a it's a it's artificially created to make suspense, but it doesn't ring true. And it bugged me once I started realizing that. I realized that a while ago, but Discovery's just the newest one I saw it with. Uh, okay. At the Did you watch, again, going back to Disney, you remember Princess and the Frog? Yeah. Okay, so at the end of that movie, she the whole movie, the main character wants to open up this restaurant. Mm-hmm. She's, it's her whole passion. At the end of the movie, she opens up the restaurant. It's a huge hit. But I wonder if it's actually hit because of her, because I noticed something I never really thought about mm-hmm. before. There's a gator in the movie that wants to play jazz, mm-hmm. and at the end, and it's not a human trapped as an animal like she was. She and the other guy were as frogs. It's just a regular gator that found a trumpet, learned how to play. In her restaurant, the gator is on stage playing jazz. I feel like the draw is more the gator than the food. You can't you can't separate the two. If you heard there's a restaurant where a gator could play the trumpet. Would you go there? Probably. Would you even care about the, what the food was? Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't. I can't. I don't know if she was actually a good cook or not by the end of that movie. Because Doesn't matter. Gator, Girl is thriving. Doesn't matter. Let her have her win, bro. I'm just saying it turned into a gimmicky restaurant. A gimmicky restaurant about gators playing jazz. Okay. People get rich off gimmicks, though. Also, here's something else. I thought, and, like, her dream wasn't diminished by, like, having the gator there. I feel like she it was a little bit. She still had her restaurant. I no, guess. no, no, no. She still had her restaurant. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. I want, I would want to know if people like my food or like the gator. I'd want, I'd, I'd always, that'd always be hanging over in my head. Like, am I a success because of me or because nah. I randomly found a uh, gator? You know what? I'll be thinking about that all the way to the bank. I don't care. Okay. And you don't have to pay the gator. You just have to pay it in, like, chicken carcasses or something. I oh, don't yeah. Know. I don't think he... Uh, yeah, there's no law that you have to pay a gator. Yeah. You don't know what to do with yeah. money. Yeah. No, he gets... Uh, Artificial gets, intelligence gets paid. Gators don't. Gators don't. We are in agreement there. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. This is also from Princess and the Frog. This is a little bit gross, and if people took it as a funny joke, but I realize now it's kind of... It's messed up. What? What? So her best friend in the movie, uh, the blonde girl, rich yeah, yeah, girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. is obsessed with marrying a prince. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, you know, she uh, the prince ends up marrying Tiana, so she doesn't get a prince, but he has a brother. She gets all excited and then sees that he's six years old. And she's like, she basically lays claim that he'll to put in the work now, so when he's uh, he's of age, she could be with That's him. That's called grooming. Yeah, I noticed that. It was clearly grooming. That's, That's problematic. Grooming. Yeah. Just because it's a pretty blonde when, lady when, when doesn't make it better. When did this movie take place? Uh, I think like, it was pretty early in our, like in the movie or like when did it come out? The movie, bro. I, I don't know. It's like, it's late 1800s, early 1900s. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's grooming. Because it took, yeah, it's very much grooming. And I didn't notice how gross it was until I've heard that term and then watched this movie. It's like, ooh, that's that's bad. That's problematic. Disney, you need to put a note in front of that movie saying it's problematic for um, that reason. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and one more thing. Uh, Tell me. Oh, okay. Oh. So, 
uh, it took me. I had to decipher my note because I found the <laughs> I found the show that was, was from is from Two Weeks to Live. Mm. It's a HBO Max show, but I didn't understand what it meant. Okay, so I was watching a show, Two Weeks to Live, and a guy does this whole big speech about how you're my brother and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I realized who the hell talks like that. I never feel the need to point out to my brother that he's my brother in a conversation. Do you ever go like to your sister, hey sister, who was who came from the same womb? We're sisters. That just seems very oddly put in a lot of TV um, shows and movies. I've never put a conversation that way, but I've had other people put the conversation to me that way. What um, do you mean? And it's I don't know what the context of the conversation was on your show or whatever, but like when I didn't agree with somebody or I was mad at somebody for something, people would be like, "What? What? Like, okay, I'm not gonna even try to like." explain what the conversation was about but um I was mad at somebody I was mad at my sister obviously and I was like yo you shouldn't have said this to somebody else and then she was like but I'm your sister like what would have happened if something would have happened to you like spoiler alert I'm fine but like I've always had it and that's not the only time that this has happened with horror or other people like when I'm mad at somebody and I don't want to talk to them and they're trying to justify their their um, stance on whatever the issue was. Okay. They're like, well, I was your mom, or I was your si- I'm mm-hmm. your sister, I'm your mom. Like, just, I thought I was doing something good for you. I can see that in, like, an argument. Yes. But lots of times it's like, you know, they're saying something to their brother. Just an, it's, a, it's an introduction to the character, and they want to lazily point out that these people are related. I've also seen it in movies and TV shows where, like, they're trying to be, like, endearing in a conversation. Yeah. Mainly, like, around a wedding or, like, a funeral. Yes. And they put their hand on someone's shoulder and they're like, I'm your brother. Of course I love you. Yeah. Why do you think I didn't? I'm like, mm. That doesn't seem natural. That's what it basically was. He was basically the guy like, how had... how about you use your words? The guy had just gotten broken up with and yeah. he was like, you're my brother. I worry about you. And I was like, no. That's not, that's not, that's not real. That's lazy. Find think, another no, way to do it. No, here's the thing. I think men talk like that. But I don't think women talk like that. Really? I don't... I've never talked to my brother and go like, Hey, you're my brother. Man, I feel like... your it... brother doesn't want to be your brother, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, he tries to forget every... every. I mean, he only sees you three times a year. Pretty much. In between those three times, he's like, I'm an only child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well he might have a sister. Yeah, yeah. An older sister does... that lives a couple, like yeah. an hour away. Yeah, but uh, he tries to keep me away from his friends because they might find out he's a twin. Yeah. Which I don't need to go into this. If you if you know me, you know the story. If you don't, uh, look for something on another podcast. Maybe I mentioned it there. But like, if you have to mention that you care about somebody because of your relationship to them, you obviously didn't let it be known to that person beforehand that like there was a good enough relationship there. Yeah. It's also weird. Like, I care about my brother. I, li- I like him. But like, there's so much pressure put on that in movies and TV, and we're just not like that. Like, he was invited to my wedding, but everyone goes like, oh yeah, your brother, he should be your best man. Yeah. My brother wasn't even in the, my wedding party. If I get Nothing remarried, do you want to be my wedding party? Uh, no. Oh. I think I'd be devastated or dead if well, you got remarried. Well, you have remarried. seven more years on the contract at this point, right? Okay, yeah. yeah okay. I think we told that story on here, so mm-hmm. we don't need to go through that again. No. So that's all my observations I made in between podcasts. Uh, so <laughs> that's a good 40 minutes on that stuff. So now we're going to get more... More towards the entertainment news part that is this show. So we're going to do actually the entertainment news segment. First one I want to talk about, I told you about it before, but I think I, I should have saved it for the podcast, is Anna Darmus. You know Anna Darmus, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. She was in Knives Out. She's in the new James Bond movie. She's the new it girl. Everyone wants her and stuff because she's very popular and she's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people are suing 
two guy, two men are suing uh, the movie yesterday. People who made the movie yesterday, which is a movie about a guy who wakes up in a world where the Beatles never existed. And he basically steals their songs and becomes famous. Because on the trailer for the movie, Anna Armas is in it, but when you watch the movie, she is not. So they are suing her, uh, suing the studio, because how dare they? How dare they false advertise that she was in that movie? That's such a weird stance to have, because they're like they've done that to Marvel movies. We're like, wasn't it like super famous that they had one of the scenes in the in the commercial about them all running towards something and it wasn't even in the movie? I don't remember that one, but they do have movie series all the time. Yeah. They, wasn't they... there like a reference to it after Wreck-It Ralph or something? I don't remember. You're, you're the br- second Wreck-It Ralph. I think there was like something in the like after credits about like, oh, that wasn't in the in the movie. It was in the trailer. But that's the thing. They when they're when they put together trailers. Oftentimes, the movie's not finished yet, mm-hmm. and they're using the footage that they have to put out something to entice people to go see it. So there might be something that won't be in the final cut, because they haven't made the cuts yet of the movie. So that's there's going to be some clips in there that aren't in the movie, and her clip wasn't in the movie because it didn't make the final cut. It wasn't like they're lying to people. They're trying to make a work in progress. It, it's so dumb. And those guys, I still haven't seen any updates about it, but they have to be thrown out of court. That's so stupid. Um, Hopefully, that's just a waste of our court system, bro. Yes. Like, there's so many other court cases that are getting pushed back. Here's here's another one that people are people are mad about for stupid reasons, in my opinion. So Disney has decided to take a name off of one of its attractions because uh, they feel like it is insensitive to modern audience, audiences. Mm-hmm. So have you ever been to Tom Sawyer Island? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's if you if you ever go to Disneyland. And you see the show Fantasmic or any of the water shows in Disneyland. All those are taking place on Tom Sawyer Island there. And it's a place that during the day when they're not doing a show, you could go on and explore. Tom Sawyer Island, of course, is related to the many adventures of Tom Sawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in that book, there is a famous character. The villain of the piece is called Injun Joe. Mm-hmm. Not a good name nowadays. No. Well, there is a there is a sign at Disneyland Park, or there was... Where uh, you could go explore Injun Joe's caves from the book. Uh, they have decided to take that name down. And people are, are up in arms about this. Why? How dare they cave to PC culture. That is a... That is the, you're just giving in. Things, it's from the past. You just accept it's from the past and move on. But I say, no. for one thing, none of these people complaining go to Tom Sawyer Island. We've been... Back when we first started dating, yeah. we had Disneyland passes. We went there... Dozens of times, it feels like. Yeah. Did we ever once even no, think bro, about that? No, bro. Listen, I was going to say, you were like, oh, the water shows. I wanted to be like, bro, you never took me to the water shows. Mm. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, we never went to the water shows because Carl didn't want to take me. and He didn't want to stay for the fireworks shows or anything because of traffic. Well, also, Fantasmic's garbage. I don't I don't remember it. Well, it's garbage. You're not missing anything. It looked like somebody was on, on acid and made something loosely related to Disney. It's crap. But nobody cares about no. this shit. I, I understand. Like I still, I, I understand now why they did. It. it used to be really upset that they changed Pirates of the Caribbean. But it's like, okay, kids are watching this stuff, so they don't need to be taught that behavior. Even if pirates did grab women's yeah. butts and stuff like that, it's a kids' show. So maybe. And here's the thing: like, update for the hatred times. and bigotry is learned. If you don't change things. Like, Disney would have to be like, yo, we didn't change anything because we thought your parents would basically educate you. And we know 
Some people's parents aren't educating them about yeah. things. Like, so, nothing's changing. So good on Disney for changing it because they want to change that narrative. Also, like, I don't think Disney did it out of the goodness of the heart. They probably did it because it's like, you know, this is PR. We want to have good PR. We want to keep making our millions and millions of dollars on people. Yeah. I'm sure, oh, yeah, Disney's an evil company. Or maybe they had somebody that worked within the company that thought it was problematic and yeah. pitched it, and that's yeah. that's cool of them. But, yeah. no, I, But I like some of the choices Disney is making, like getting rid of Splash Mountain, turning into a Princess and the, and the Frog mm-hmm. ride, rather than basing it on a cartoon that's so racist they won't allow it to be out anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're making these choices, and people are getting so mad about them. It's like, come on. We need to grow with the times. Yeah. If you like it so much, there are YouTube channels that record going on rides, and you could watch the Splash Mountain to your heart's content. It's on there. So, it's fine. You're never going to lose it forever. Next story. Also going to go with Disney. This is going more on the critical side of Disney. Peter Dinklage was recently on a, on a podcast. I think it's a W2TF with Mark Maron. And he was talking about the new Snow White movie. Mm-hmm. And he's, he was angry because he's basically... Disney is bragging about how progressive they are. They, they cho- chose a Latina to play Snow White. It's like, you're doing that and bragging about how progressive you are, and yet you're still telling the same story about dwarves just falling, living together in one yeah. house, falling over themselves for this one lady. That's not progressive. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I had not even considered that. Mm-hmm. It just, to me, is like, yeah, Snow well, White's a dwarves. white man, I don't yeah, see as a, how you would consider anybody else. As a privileged white man yes. who's tall-ish, uh, yes. Uh, I never. I'm not tall, but I, I'm. I'm good height. I'm not. I'm not dwarf. <laughs> okay. I'm not you dwarf. You don't have to tell people that you're insecure about your height on this podcast. I'm not sir. insecure about my height. Okay. I, stop being insecure about your height. I wish I was like two inches taller. But other than that, I'm good. But um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I wanted to make it six feet. Yeah. I made it to five ten. Yeah. Uh, but I had never considered that before, and I realized that is one hundred percent true. And I don't think Disney was was trying to be dicks about it. I think they just didn't think about it like I did. For sure. And it's got pointed out. And now they're going to have to figure out a way to fix this. Yeah. There's no way they're going to back down from this movie. They're going to have to find a way to make Snow White and Seven Dwarves not problematic for, for, for the time. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I thought that was just a good point that I hadn't thought about before. Um, so this has been all over social media Tell recently. Me. Uh, have you heard of the story about Neil Young right now? Mm, vaguely. Uh, let me go into it. So, oh, okay, sir. You so Neil be- Young is a, is an older older musician. He's actually been around. He's gotten the polio vaccine and stuff like that. He had to get that stuff during his time because he believed in science. Vaccines save vaccines lives. save lives. So his music was on Spotify, and he was like, Spotify, I because Spotify what they did is they bought up the rights to Joe Rogan's podcast being on their platform. I'm not sure why they paid him because I feel like they can get podcasts on there for free, but whatever. They bought it up. It's a big thing, Joe Rogan on there. Joe Rogan does three-hour podcasts full of just mistruths. Mm-hmm. He does conspiracy theories, he goes anti-science, and he's a blowhard. And Neil Young's like, I don't want my music to be on the same platform as the guy who's hurting millions of people by spreading dis- misinformation. Yeah. And so he gave uh, Spotify a, uh, what is it called? I can't think of the word, but basically... He's, ultimatum. Ultimatum, thank you. Yeah. Remove my music or remove Joe Rogan. We can't both be on the same platform. Mm-hmm. Spotify went, okay, we're going to get rid of your music. So they did that. But I, now Joni Mitchell's piping, uh, jumping in on that. Uh, Dave Grohl is considering going in on that. Other artists are considering doing that. And Spotify has lost uh, millions of dollars of value uh, because of the fact that artists are trying to turn against Spotify for this. What do you think? 
I think they called a bluff. They tried, they tried calling a bluff and it didn't work. Because, like, if you think of Neil Young, that's who he is, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, that dude's probably not in anybody's top ten, to be honest. Uh, that, some no, older actually, people. Okay. Yeah. But how many older people are actually on Spotify? Yeah. So, they're probably like, you know what? Nobody cares about you. We probably bought Joe Rogan's podcast for a shit ton of money. Like, we're going to stay with this. Because this is the, like, pony that we put our money yes. on, right? And then people are like, yo, you can't disrespect this, homie. Or science. Yeah. So, they're like, no. we're gonna Like, I respect the people that backed him up. I do, too. I feel like, yeah, Neil Young isn't the artist who's going to topple it. But... There are enough artists, like, yeah. Neil Young is an artist's artist. If you were a music artist, he, like like Bob Dylan, something like that, he is yeah. a songwriter that a lot of people respect that got into the business, and it's going to have a, a, an avalanching effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I feel like it might they might change their mind, or we might have to change music sources that we subscribe to because, uh, you know, nobody's on it anymore. Because yeah. uh, I, I definitely feel conflicted that I'm supporting this thing, but it's also a really good music service. And I yeah. don't always vote with my heart when it comes to my my wallet, uh, but yeah, I, I support all these artists. If they want to want to jump ship on that, I 100% support them and hope that Spotify gets rid of Joe Rogan, who's a useless asshole. Okay, so let's see. We got a lot of stories. Well, let's see what we get to. Here's one I'm excited about: King of the Hill is coming back. Yay! Next story. <laughs> You're not interested. Do you really dislike King of the Hill that much? No. But I'm not gonna lie, like, you, like, watch things and I was just like, why? Like, out of all the things, like, King of the Hill was, like, the least I was like that on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Try like... to get more towards the No, don't tell me what to do, white man. Okay. Anyways. Um, I don't listen to men anymore, you guys. Um, no. Uh, when I go to sleep and Carl's next to me, I want him to watch something that I am semi-interested in. So I could listen to it or watch it to go to sleep. And he doesn't do that. If you're hey, closing listen, your no, eyes, you, you don't get to pick the are programs. Are you interrupting me? Yes, I am. This is why we don't listen to men. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to watch something, but I don't want to watch it at the same time. I don't know why you can't respect that and watch something that I wanted to watch, but when, not watch. I don't always get to watch my shows. When you're home, I don't get to watch my shows. So I, when you, you fall asleep. You have all night to watch them when I'm at work. <laughs> Oh, oh okay. My. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just saying when I get a chance to watch my shows, I watch my shows. No. That's not how it works now. No? Okay. No. I feel like if you are going to sleep, you do not get to choose the programs. Why? Because you're going to be sleeping. I have to stick with it. But as your wife, as wouldn't you want to like support me in my dreams? No, because that's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous request in no. my opinion. Okay. So what was your and point? And I'm not even saying you have to watch what I want you to watch. Just watch something better along the lines I want to I, watch. Okay, but we're talking about King of the Hills. So, so this was, what's your point? Oh my gosh, are you getting an attitude right now? No, because I, I, I don't want to argue about this. I feel like your, your, your request is I was reasonable. giving my okay. logic because okay. you asked, do I really hate it? And I said no. Okay. okay. And I gave my logic on your shows. Okay. Okay. Now I see why nobody wants to do your podcast. Okay. Oh. <laughs> now I see why your friend backed out for two months in a row. Okay? okay. 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 Anyways, that was my two cents on the shows that you okay. watch. I said King of the Hill was the least amount of that that I would be okay with. Okay? Okay. Are there funny things in King of the Hill? Yes. Yes, there are. But then you watch a whole season of it. That's what? a whole season of me having to put up with something that I didn't want to watch to go to sleep to. That's a good fucking show. 
It never jumped the shark. 13 seasons, okay. all good. Okay, sir. Brilliant comedy. Okay. Uh, and, like, it's good. Like, I didn't say it was bad, did I? No. You didn't say it's brilliant either, which it is. You never <laughs> even tell people I'm brilliant, so I'm not going to say your show that you watch. I actually tell people you're very smart and I respect you a do lot. Do you say that, yes, that I do. I'm brilliant? I don't say brilliant. I say very smart. Mm. I don't use brilliant But you brilliant call King of the Hill brilliant. You call King... You don't use it a lot, but I you use, use it, it for use, King of the Hill. I use it for TV shows and writing. I don't usually use it for other things. I wrote my own storyline. Okay. You can call me brilliant if you want. Okay, sure. Okay. You're brilliant. No, uh, now it's forced. <laughs> okay. You jumped the shark, bro. Okay. Well, what they Anyways, are, King of the Hill's back. What happened? They're coming to bring it back. I mean, they haven't given too much details. They did say there's going to be a time jump, uh, which I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do with like an older Bobby. Uh, also, they're going to have to deal with the fact that the actress who played Luann is dead. And the Dang, guy, is she? Brittany Murphy. Oh, yeah. I don't know that's who played her. Uh, the, the actor who played her husband also is dead, Tom Petty. Uh, but luckily, I guess they could just write them off somewhere. They're the only cast members that are dead, to my knowledge. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they're like nowadays. Also, people, there's been a big debate online on if Hank Hill would have voted for Trump or not. He is from Texas, but which is more conservative, but a lot of people have different arguments you, on whether or not he would. Okay, do you think that's going to show up in the TV show, though? I think it might. Why? Because they talk about issues on that show. But I have a I have a feeling that Hank Hill would not have voted for Trump. I really do Look believe it. that. I believe Dale would have. I think if if, if Dale Hank listens Hill, to the Joe Rogan podcast. If Hank Hill did not vote for Donald Trump, the only thing that's gonna make him seem right in some Trump supporting minds is that he, something in his life is gonna be like Bobby's gonna come out as bisexual or. Or something personal is going to be in his life where he was like, but he doesn't stand for this. And then Bobby's my son and I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder and I love you, Bobby Hill. So I'm going to vote for Biden. That's what's going to happen. No, because here's the thing. Hank Hill really has a, has a big respect for uh, the way a person holds themselves. Mm -hmm. So he might not like Biden, but Biden isn't the loud, obnoxious guy from New York. That is like makes that, that you know goes against what he th feels like a dignified person would be. So just on his decorum, mm -hmm. Trump loses him. That's why I think he wouldn't vote for Trump. I like my storyline better. Okay. Sure. If that happens, I call it right now. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I'm excited. That's one of my favorite shows. So yay, bring okay. it back. Um, let's what see. else, sir? Here's something exciting. Uh, for you or for me? For both of us, what? I think. So we both watch the show Peacemaker. Both, yeah, both great fucking show. Spinoff of the Suicide Squad movie, both of them made by James Gunn. It's a great movie. It's one of the few. It, I think there's like three movies in the DCEU that are great movies, and that's one of them. But what, wait, DCU? DCEU. What's E? DC Extended Universe. Oh, okay. Is it MCU? M MCEU? No, for I didn't choose these names. MCU is Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, I knew that one. Sir, but I'm asking, there's no E in there? There's no E. It's, Why? It's SMCU. I didn't make these names. I just know them. Whatever. Okay. So, since Peacemaker is doing so good, yeah. which is a spinoff of Suicide yeah, Squad, yeah, yeah. they have HBO Max's greenlit James Gunn to make another spinoff from Suicide Squad. Ooh. They have not chosen a, chosen a character yet. Who would you want to be the, the spinoff character? The polka dot guy. Polka dot guy? Did he, didn't he die? Did he? I can't remember. I There's thought he a died. lot of people that died in that That's, show. <laughs> a lot of people died. I think, but then again, I feel like Flag, enough Flag, uh, Flag did die too. Uh, Peacemaker died but too. But imagine like they do like a whole thing where like they brought Flag or somebody else back to life. Yeah. 
But I mean, Peacemaker died in the movie, and then they brought him back very easily in the yeah yeah in the yeah, TV yeah, show. yeah yeah. So like, they could bring back Polka Dot Guy. I wouldn't mind Ratcatcher. I thought she was adorable, and the rat. I think was cool. she's adorable, but I don't know how they're gonna make a whole show off that. She's not a fun or, character. She's yeah. she's a sad character. Yeah, I I think there'll be. I think Polka Dot Guy is a sad character, but there's gonna be a lot of comedy in that. He's a, he's a sad character with a lot of humor. Like I think Peacemaker, his backstory is pretty sad too. But they yeah. found enough funniness in him. I don't think they can do that with Flag, and I don't think they can do that with Ratcatcher. Okay. I, I don't think they. I mean. I feel like Rat Flag could. Uh, I feel. I feel he like had more Flag personality could. after the first one. Yes, and I also feel like he's gonna be like the straight guy the whole time, and there's mm-hmm. gonna be a whole bunch of crazy stuff where he was like, "Really?" He's a team leader. But I don't know how long that could last. Like yeah, that. I don't know. Also, just not even the article, but James Gunn has said the Peacemaker is doing so good, which by the way, it's, I think he said it right now it's the most popular show in the world, worldwide. Uh, it's doing so good that there's a huge chance that there will be a second season. Nice, nice, nice. So nice. With numbers like that and the fact that he wants to do it, yeah. I don't think there's gonna be a problem getting a second season of this more eagerly. Uh, Is there? Oh, I, we gotta get an eagerly pop Funko to go with our Loki Gator pop Funko. I want it. I've already, I've already looked into it. I didn't see it yet, but maybe it'll be there. Let's do. Well, this show's starting to go a little bit long, so let's just do. Uh, is there anything Seven else we really want to go into? Uh, let's do one more. And this is Weird Al Yankovic is making a biopic about himself. Is going to star Daniel Radcliffe. Oh yeah, I saw this story. Are you at all interested in that? Nah, I mean I'll probably watch it, but like I'm not a diehard either fan. I love Weird Al, especially I I th- say like there's a certain point his early stuff is unlistenable to me, mm-hmm. but like around like late '90s, uh, early 2000s on, I think his stuff is a lot of fun. I don't listen to it a lot. I go through phases. Like he puts out a new album, and usually go through listen through all of his other stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I feel like it'd be fun because he's one. He seems like he's not problematic at all. He learns like from mistake. Like uh, he doesn't do like the fat stuff anymore because you know that stuff's kind of problematic. Mm-hmm. He's learned with the times. He's not against pro- progress. Uh, he seems like a genuinely nice person, and I don't even think he has like the drug and alcohol usual story that you get with artists. He seems like he just his whole life has been fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even like. I only, like the first time I heard about him was I watched the behind the music on him. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of him before that, and there's no, no problems. He seems like a good guy. I think it'd be fun to go through that. Daniel Radcliffe is a weird choice. I do not see Weird Al in him at all. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think Radcliffe has gotten better as an actor. He was terrible in the Harry Potter movies, but I think he's gotten more experimental and grown as an actor, or at least in those weird roles like Swiss Army Man, where he played a corpse that farts mm-hmm. a lot. Which sounds stupid, but it's actually a movie movie. A uh, lot of people left the theater, though. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when uh, was it? Paul Dano, I think yeah. it was. When Paul Dano rides his corpse off an island that is propelled by Daniel Radcliffe's yeah. farts, a lot of people left. And it sounds really stupid. It's a heartwarming movie. It was called Swiss Army Man. I don't know what these uh, old white men thought this movie was going to be, but it oh. certainly wasn't what they thought it was. I definitely didn't expect the amount of farts and it almost the uh, the gay gay hinting relationship between the two mm-hmm. uh, was a little bit odd. But again, very good movie. Good I job, David Radcliffe. I will say, when I fart, you don't laugh like that. No, I, I tend not to laugh at farts in real life that much. Yeah, that's a bummer. Not a not a not a. That'd be fart way funnier guy. than I am now. I am not much of a fart guy. We've been together for almost thirteen years. I still am uncomfortable farting in front of you. Yeah, if yeah. I, but your if, girl, your girl's <laughs> allergic to dairy and doesn't take her dairy lactate half the time. So guess what? Yeah. 
I just don't mention it. I yeah. notice it, but I don't mention it. Yeah. It's not like I'm mad, like, how dare you fart in front of me? Urgh. It's just, I notice it. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good I times. bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> Those big old dairy farts, bro. <laughs> uh, see, you Anyways. don't laugh like that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> what are you bragging about? Pretty funny. Uh, to the two people who listen, yeah. 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 My dad's dying right What's now. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the weird thing about this movie uh, is not going to be released in theaters or Netflix or Hulu or any of the major streaming platforms. It is the first movie ever to be released on this service. It is going straight to Roku. Okay. You don't think that's weird? I mean, cool. He's finally getting a movie made. It's going to go on the Roku channel. He's probably get a bunch of money on the back end to do it that way. I guess. I don't know. I feel like no one's going to watch it. Like, we happen to have the Roku channel, because we have Roku, and it's free, but I just don't see a lot of people going to this. Like, Because mm-hmm. Roku, you have to buy a device. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we bought Roku TV, so the device is the TV, but most people have to do, buy a device, stick it in there. If you have Fire Stick, do you think people are going to go buy a Roku just to watch this one movie? I don't think so. No. It's not as easy as a streaming service. I mean, whatever. I, I'm just, I'm sad that it's happening <laughs> that way. I, I feel, I want a big screen. I want... The Rocket Man done with Weird Al. The Elton John movie, if you don't remember. Oh that. my gosh. You didn't give anything to me. I, I was like, do you not remember Rocket Big Man? Big Al isn't Rocket Man. Who's Big Al? I'm talking about Weird Al. Oh my god. Next story, please. That, oh, I, that, was, that was going to be the last story. Okay, they're making a sequel to A Christmas Story. Whatever. Starring the same guy who starred in the movie. Wait, the Christmas story is like the three ghosts, like ghosts of Christmas past. No, that's Christmas Carol. What's a Christmas story? Christmas story is a little kid that wanted a Red Ryder BB gun. I don't care about that movie. Next thank story. you. Thank you. Thank you. That movie's garbage. Everyone loves it. It gets played a million times a day on TBS in the Christmas season. It's not a funny movie. It's really bad. And yet everybody loves it. And now they're making a sequel with the same guy set like 30 years later. Uh, another Christmas story. Now he's an adult. And it's a sequel. It's that. I think the Christmas story is the white man's pumpkin spice latte. What do you mean? like, it just gives them, like, the Christmas feels. They have to watch it. And, like, that's cool. But whatever. It's garbage. Okay. I'm a white man. I don't like it. No? no. Okay. All right. So, uh, for the last segment I wanted to do, I wanted to delve into something because I feel like it applies to nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well. As I came home the other day, and you, my wife, I don't know why, I was finding a hard way to just... just Spin it over to you. I found Tasha watching a documentary about the Spanish flu. Yeah. And I was like, and you were giving me all these points about how it's like today. So I just kind of want to go, what's the name of the documentary you were watching? I don't know what it is called. Uh, you saw it right, you looked at it right before. America's Hidden Stor- Stories? Uh, yeah, I will look this up. Something like that. Okay, anyways. We're, okay, it's a, it's a, it's a season of stories that was like put together in like 2018, right? Right. Okay. 2018. Before we started censoring stuff from the, uh, from the media that it, it makes America look bad. Okay. Are you going to let me tell my stories? America. I'm just, I'm just making this a conversation. It is American, America's hidden stories. Okay. So in this show, they go for, they start at the Salem witch trials and like, they just tell like quote unquote dark histories of America that like people don't. Like, they try to say in the show about how they're super big secrets, but, like, to be honest, they're not secrets. Just historians are like, yo, this is what probably happened at this time from based on all this evidence we have out in the public view right now, or you can find on the internet, which is pretty cool. 
So back, we're going to start back at, okay, I don't know how long this season is, but like, I'm only on episode three. <laughs> so, but okay, back of the Salem Witch Trials. Okay, listen, I will, men are ruining our country. Men. That's only because we haven't given women a chance to ruin the country. They could too, but at the moment, yes, men are ruining the they country. They could, but at least we'd have nice nails and smell nice. Okay, yeah, yeah good yeah, point. yeah. Okay, anyways. After we just talked about your farts. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta spray it afterwards. Okay. You gotta light a match. Okay. <laughs> we do have poopery in our in our we do. bathroom. But I, I'm not a nice wife. I don't do it in there. Okay, anyways. um, The Salem Witch Trials. Okay, uh, Goody Proctor and all that. They were talking about like how... Basically, history is saying that a lot of women caught hysteria and started claiming that their friends were in charge of witchcraft because they wanted the attention on themselves. Problematic, right? Because you're going to just literally put the blame on, like, I don't know how... Not a lot of people died at Salem Witch Trials. They Not a lot of people got hung. But the fact that, like, 20 or so people did get hung is really problematic because none of them were part of witchcraft. But... You weren't there. But here's the thing. It was all men. Mediocre men, Okay. So mediocre men because uh, John Putnam he was a pastor. I don't know what. So they're called. really quick, I just want to say so the the whole thing the, what we thought was was that women were doing this. Yeah, was hysterically like accusing other women of doing okay. them. So I just want to say that because you you mentioned that but you didn't say this is not what happened. This is not. This what is happened. what we were told happened, and this is what actually this is happened. What, now. This is the, what generally like people understand what happened was that women were going around hysterically claiming other women were part of witchcraft so they can get off the like uh, and to be honest, there's a little bit of this because they were like. Once they caught somebody, quote unquote, witchcraft, you can say that you're part of witchcraft and then um, uh, name three other people and get off. Or you denied witchcraft because it wasn't a thing mm-hmm. and then you had to like get like hung. This you sounds a lot like trial. This sounds a lot like chain mail. Like, but it actually has consequences. You get that ma- that letter chain mail, you, you, uh, you pass this along to three mm-hmm. other people or you get bad luck. Back there, it was like, you pass this along to three other people or you get fucked. Yeah, so John Putnam, I forgot, I don't know the terminology because we're not super religious, but anyways, he was like the pastor or whatever at the time and he was like, yo, this other pastor, like, I want his, like, congregation and people are like, no, like, calm down, like, we can have more than con- one congregation. He's like, no, I'm in charge. I want to be this person. So then he, uh, somehow they start claiming that his daughters or whatever are part of uh, witchcraft. And another psychological thing that they mentioned was the Indian Wars, which is like a horrible title, but like that's what it's called in history. Slow down, you're talking really fast. Yeah, this is what happens all the time. Anyways, the Indian Wars, which we have never historically like changed the name of this, but like we should, which is like from like the 1600s, and I looked it up earlier, from like to the 1920s basically. Mm-hmm. It's like this whole time basically where settlers were fighting Native Americans. Okay. A lot of children and women were displaced during this time. So other, like, random colonies were taking these women in. So a lot of them had PTSD or were just going with whatever, like, basically their new masters were seeing. Okay. Because once you get adopted into a family, like, you have to obey that husband yeah. or or the father figure or whoever that, that male I mean, figure was. Back, back not until that very long ago, women basically, or children or women or anything like that, had to do whatever the man in the house said. Yeah. So then John Putnam basically was telling... Uh, there's something called Spectre. They referenced it, and it was, like... It's basically, like, a metaphysical hearsay where mm-hmm. you're like, yo, I saw somebody come to me in my dream and tell me this. So that's, like, Spectre, basically. Okay. Like, <laughs> dreamscape hearsay. So they a, lot, a few 
like, a couple of girls, small girls, like, not even small. Like, in the show, they said they were, like, 10, like, they tried showing, like, 10-year-olds, but they were, like, 16. Okay. But to be honest, they didn't have any education, so they're basically, like, 10-year-olds. Um, and they're like, yo, this person or that person. And then they found out that everybody they were accusing at first, until it got way out of hand, were people that John Putnam wanted something from. Like, one mm-hmm. lady was, like, a 70-year-old, like, lady that went to church every Sunday, a huge part of the congregation. She, like, they uh, claimed that she was a witch. And then they found out later that, like, John Putnam, like, in some, like, paperwork was like, yo, I want her land because it's up against my land. And that'd be dope if I can get her land. So they convicted her of witchcraft because this dude basically wanted her land and he got it. Yeah, that's that sounds fair. Mediocre men, bro. Like, here's the thing. Like, people are like, oh, pe- women are so hysterical. And that's, like, a thing we've been told throughout history. That's why we don't have we're female leaders. T- we're still told that, We're yeah. still told this. And then you say that, like, these girls who have PTSD or who basically are being told to do something or say something or say, basically put someone's name in someone else's mouth, do it, and then you just blame these little girls. Like, that's not okay. And, like, 16-year-old is still a little girl. Yes. Anyways. And then we went to, like, the next episode was, like, uh, something about, like, the Civil War where, like, somebody on the Union side was shot dead and then found some papers that, quote-unquote, were or were not like signed or okayed by Abraham Lincoln saying that they wanted to assassinate Jefferson Davis on the um succeeded part. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And then people like I don't know, the guys like uh, here's the thing, it's all like made in the south. So they had or New England so that like um for the Salem witch trial ones they had like their direct descendants of like um the Proctor guy and in this episode they had direct descendants of that guy. Uh, that they found the paperwork on, and they're trying to, like, vil- uh, see if it was valid or the paperwork's not. And people are trying to, like, discuss, like, it wasn't a thing that Abraham Lincoln wouldn't have signed off on to assassinate this dude on the uh, southern side. And it's like, mm-hmm. but why not? Like, you're at war. Why not? Why would you not want to assassinate somebody who's succeeding from your country? Yeah. Like, it was a whole thing. Like, the whole, like, hour-long episode was like, oh, if it's correct or if it's not correct, it's basically our our, like family like our long long descendant family members like honor because like that wasn't like sh- like not chivalry but like polite in wartime okay. and i was like this is a weird flex to have bro like you had people that like were on the wrong side of history and you're like upset that abraham lincoln may or may not have said like yo we got to get this guy out of here mm-hmm. like i don't know but anyways that episode was washed okay so now i want to get into the third spanish one spanish flu because what you were telling i came home from work and you're telling me about this and i found the parallels between then and now crazy okay. having to do with covid yes because on this on this podcast we were very much pro vaccine mm-hmm. uh pro mass mandates all that shit we were very much in support of science yes so Spotify, Neil Young, Neil Young would not want to remove us from Spotify, which by the way, I am on Spotify. I did, I'm not getting paid to do it, but I am on Spotify. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, what, what what's the information that uh, Neil Young was getting out there that you learned from this episode? Okay. So Spanish flu started in America. They said it probably started with some dude in the army or one of the armed forces and he was a cook. So they're like, he did a whole Typhoid Mary type of deal mm-hmm. because the minute he came down within like five day period like over 400 people had come down with it so why did we call it spanish flu if it came so, from america okay. so america was like yo we can't tell anybody about this we really can't and then they did like a whole map similar like they did the same one with trials where like it started spreading out out of control so it was um 
1918, about World War One. So then they sent out a bunch of troops, and in Kansas, where this started, it was on like um, near the train station or whatever, because they're sending out troops, and they just kept sending it everywhere. And the thing about having to send troops to another country is that you have to put them on boats, and then they have to get to those ports. So they're like, okay, there's no like they figured out it was coming from the train stations because that's where people got sick the most and then outwards and then they got to another country and it kept happening in ports of calls and people were like, yo, why is this happening? How is it happening? And basically the army people were like, yo, we've been telling you that our people are getting sick. Like you need to tell people that they can't be doing this. Like you have to send people like to not go to, like we can't send people to wars. And like at one point, an army general, I guess, was like, yo, we can't send people over in boats either because if one person out of like the 3000 people in the ship gets sick, everybody's dead so we just sent a boat and wasted a whole bunch of like i don't know boat gas for nothing i don't know what happened i don't know, I don't know what they put in boats boat gas yeah boat gas <laughs> like ship gas yeah so then it spread to um i think like they said it started in france because that's where we sent people and then from there it went everywhere and i think like australia was like the last hit because australia is always the last yeah hit. because it's so like isolated isolated but like you can see where it starts in france and then just goes west mm-hmm. or east east Whatever, it goes to the right side of the map. Okay. So so then and then people are like, yo, yo, cut it out. Don't talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. We can't say anything because we need to keep shipping our Americans out to war. Yeah. Especially because they kept killing, like, this. the Spanish flu kept killing so many people because it was, like, from, like, age 14 to 15 to, like, 40s. It kept killing, like, the population of people we had to send to war. Yeah. So, like, we need to send more people, but we can't tell them that it came from the army because, one, we need more Americans to join the army, and they're not going to want to join the army if they're all sick, and then we have to send the army to To Europe, and then we can't send them over there. They're not going to let us go over there if we keep getting everybody sick and dying. And I think at one point they even said, like, the Germans, like... A good chunk of Germans died because we gave them Spanish flu, and it was considered a win for America. Yeah. Um, so, so why? When did? Can we jump over to when yes. did they okay. decide it was the Spanish flu? Okay, so Spain was the only people putting something in the newspaper about like how this is getting big. It wasn't like front page news. It was kind of like second or third page news. It was like a little like blurb, and then you had to like continue on another page. So Spain was like, "Yo, something's happening. We don't know what's going on, but like everybody beware. Like this is what's happening." And this is what we think you can stop it with, or, like, at least slow it down with. So then everybody was like, yo, Spain's the only one putting this stuff in the newspaper. So everybody was like, it's Spain. That's where it happened. That's where it started. It's Spain, bro. And people were like, no. Like, the general armies were like, no, bro. It came from Kansas. It came from us. But people were like, no, no. It's Spain. The reason I wanted you to make that point was because one of the big arguments we heard from people that were Trump supporters, mm-hmm. again, this is not a Trump supporting podcast, sorry if you're a Trump supporter, not really, uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, was that Trump would often go like the China virus, the China yeah. virus, and then people would be like, what's wrong with that? That's where it came from. And they'd be like, look back on the Spanish flu, we called it Spanish flu, and no one thought it was racist back then, why is it suddenly a problem now? Which, by the way, should already be solved by times past mm-hmm. but now but now it's even the spanish flu should never have been called the spanish flu because it didn't come from there mm-hmm. so there's not a good argument both because it's racially insensitive to to name something after a country even if it came from there go for something that's not going to direct hate towards anyone mm-hmm. and it's not a valid it's not validly the spanish flu so it's fucked up don't go back to that that's not a good point if you want to call it the china virus another point of issue not issue but another thing i really want to point out is like People don't believe in the variants being deadlier than the original strain. The dude that they think the initial Spanish flu happened in survived 
and like lived another 40 years. But oh, everybody... so I got him again eventually. Eventually, no, no. <laughs> but like he lived like another 40 years, got married, had kids, but everybody else that caught it after him basically died. Mm-hmm. Like horrible symptoms too. But didn't, uh, uh, like I came in on the tail end, didn't less people die from the Spanish flu than people have died from Correct. coronavirus? Yes. So it's, it's still ridic- pretty yes, ridiculous yes, that we yes. don't um, care about that. I don't know. I was, it was, and then because, okay, this was also put out in like 2018 and they're like, wait until the end so we can go over like what we're doing for like the next flu season or whatever. And I'm just laughing so freaking hard because like people weren't isolating. Obviously people were like, there were some photos where when it finally broke out about the Spanish flu that people like, um, service members were in meetings or whatever, like huge like warehouses of like me I don't know what they do in warehouses, but whatever. They're all sitting down looking at a stage. They're all wearing masks. Like if servicemen can wear masks in warehouses, people can wear masks outside or in stores. Like I don't really care. Yeah. Also like it's not like a small known fact that I'm a nurse. Like I dude, come on. Like man. Like we're just gonna keep more and more variants and we can't yeah. get it on control or make a make a all embarking like like vaccine for it either if you keep doing this. But yeah. Um, it was infuriating because everything that happened is happening now. So nobody learned from the past. No. Except the SARS epidemic, the swine flu that happened, what, 10 years ago, 20 years ago at this point? People made such a big deal about it. Yeah, that was under Obama's reign. And I was like, I feel like so many people made so much more of a big deal about that than they did about this. Well, yeah, people on the right make a bigger deal about that than they do about this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember at the time, like, I don't know how old, like, we were kids, obviously, but I remember, I, I think maybe 10 or 11 or something, and I remember just seeing so many things in the news that I didn't understand. Wait, swine flu came out all over in, like, the... Did it? You came out, I was a pizza delivery driver. Swine I think about, I think you were talking about SARS or bird oh, flu. Oh, maybe bird flu. Yeah, because they were swapping birds. Yeah, it was, it was SARS and bird flu. Yeah, okay, but anyways, people were making so... Okay, all those things put together, I think people made so much more of a big deal about than they did coronavirus. Yes. Okay? Like, but I don't know, it just angers me, and I was watching it, and I was already having a couple drinks in, I'm like, mm, men are ruining America. I can't wait to see what the rest of the season is about, about men ruining America anymore. Okay. It but, should just be called that. Men but definitely. Um, it should again, be. Again, it's because we haven't given women a chance to ruin America. Like, there's some women in positions of power, but not, like, no, the big power. but... We would have so many good Pinterest boards about it, about how to, like, run effectively a country, okay? So, like, I don't understand. No, I I feel like it's problematic decisions can be made by both sides, but we tend to have, we haven't given any women a chance to make the bad decisions, so we don't know. But I also think there's plenty of women out there that could do a great fucking job of it. If they got the chance to, if, true facts, to, true facts. to become president. I'm just going to blame men, man. I'm just oh, going to yeah. blame men. No, no. Because he, cause those are the only ones we can blame Also, at another the moment. thing about the 1918 flu is that, like, they thought there was a lull, right? Like, when the war was over. So then, like, people, there was obviously less numbers. And then they had, like, a parades all around the world um, because the war was over. And then it spiked again. That's also happened a lot. Not me, not parades, but we've had like everything's good. Let's go back yeah. to normal. Everyone's celebrating concerts and everything like that. Yeah. And then everything starts closing again because things get bad again. And apparently Pittsburgh was like the worst hit by the flu, and nobody can figure out why. Nobody can figure out why the Spanish flu supposedly hit people from like the 15, 14 to 15 to 40 year olds. They said in the documentary something about like them probably already being um, subjected to some type of flu during their childhood, but I was like, that's a big age gap mm-hmm. to be like subjected to a flu during that time. And then they said like they think like just everything 
it was just a bad reaction. So it, instead of doing good for them, the antibodies working, it worked against everybody. I was like, I don't know how, how much it'll, I don't know. I'm not a virologist. I'm not, I don't do things on a small level like this, but I don't know how much it would be in the opposite effect of everybody in mass production like that. But the other, I don't know, this is what I say. It wasn't stated in the documentary that those are the ages of the people in the industrial revolution time that had to work. That's why it probably hit kids so small because they had poor lungs from working in warehouses with yeah. no masks on. And Pittsburgh is like, it's just all machinery. Yeah. So that's the idea. I don't know, man. No, I, I thought that was interesting to bring up just because, again, I'm very pro-science and I'm so mad at the world for being very anti-science. <laughs> I Like, I work in a, in a customer service thing. I thought this was funny the other day. Hmm. Customer came in, uh, went to the back of the store close enough for our store's not that big I'm not gonna name it because I don't want my work to know I do a podcast uh, but customer came in and started talking to another one of the employees there and stopped complaining about having to wear a mask he's like yeah that guy over there he pointed at talking about me because I'm the only guy that works in my section he's like he made me wear a mask next time and then he had taken out his mask to say this and then he saw me he's like oh he's watching me and he put it back on <laughs> so I become like a villain to anti-science people in my store because okay it it's a rule. We're supposed to, if a customer comes in without a mask, we're supposed to ask them yeah. to wear a mask. I understand that I am the guy there. So, like, if there's a confrontation, you should leave it up to mm-hmm. me to be the one to ask it. But I'm the only one who asks it. If I leave the room, because I have to often often go in the back, mm-hmm. and I come back, almost every single time there was a customer not wearing a mask. Yeah. He was not asked to wear a mask. And, like, here's the thing. Like, as a female, like, I don't, and seeing so many videos of, like, men trying to step up to women about mask mandates, I don't feel comfortable. Like, women already don't feel comfortable with men around, right? Okay, so I am being a dick for being annoyed that they don't ask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take that. (laughs) To be honest, because, like, even if I was, like, at a bar or something, or if I was walking home, or, I don't know, walking to my car, like, I'm not going to stop and tell men to, like, hey, can you move away from me? Because one, like, they're going to get, they're like, I'm not that type of guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I don't know. Like, it's really weird. Men get offended about everything. True, true. Like, I would, I think, like, if it was a patient, I'd be like, yo, I got to have you wear a mask because of this or that. But, like, I would never, like, and because it's your job, obviously you would be more comfortable saying that than, like, at a Target or something. Yeah, no, I never go up to people. For sure. In places. I think, here's the thing. I do think you are a dick. If Even if you were the person that if I asked to wear a mask, they pulled the mask out of their pocket and put it on. I still think you're a dick because you, everyone knows that people that, uh, people, people are, conf- that has asked people to wear a mask, get con- confrontations and arguments all the time. So when I have to ask you to put on a mask, even if you're polite about putting it on, I am waiting for a backlash. I am waiting for a fight every single time. So I don't care how Especially polite like, you are. Signs- if there are signs leading up to the business that say wear a mask, do it. Just do it. It's so frustrating because I see the signs everywhere over here. Wear a mask when you come in here. And there's nobody wearing masks inside the stores. No. It's frustrating. Take signs seriously. Okay. So that's a little moody into the podcast. Yeah. But uh, thank you so much for doing this. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad we're doing this again. Again? Yeah. Is this the last time? No. We're going to... Oh, no? You're my every other guest. Am I? That's how I've been doing it. Like Why once did a month. I catch up to this? Once a month, you've been doing this. Basically. Have I? Yes. Wow. How long? This is an hour and a half. Am I gonna get paid for an hour and a half of my time? Uh, you'll get paid as much as I'm paid. Is that the only reason you got me boba today? No, 
I actually forgot about the podcast until you said, hey, do you want to sit up? You said we were going to record today. Oh, okay. So you did out of the goodness of your heart? Yes. Because I thought about that when I was drinking it in the bath. No. And I was like, did you just give me boba because I'm doing your podcast? No, I got you boba because I wanted boba and I can't buy boba for myself without buying you boba. Is it because something in your heartstrings tells you to buy me boba? Or because I, I get mad at you for not getting I feel boba? like you feel, I, you would be sad if I bought boba for myself and you didn't get any boba. So whenever I buy boba, I buy you boba. Okay, I'll take that explanation. I appreciate it. Okay. Now, whenever you need to go eat, you need to just wake no, me up. that's ridiculous. It's the same thing. No, it's, it's not. It's the same it's thing. Not. It's it is. not. It's it not. is. It's boba is a special treat. Eating, I have to eat. It's different. Yeah, but it can be a special treat that we do together from no, now on. No, I sometimes will be out and about and go grab something to eat. After I had a, an appointment this morning, I went and got a bagel sandwich. I did not ask you if you wanted That's a bagel breakfast not, yeah, sandwich. Yeah, why didn't you? Because I was out and about. I wanted breakfast at that time. This is why men are ruining our country. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So thank you again for doing this. See you in two episodes. I don't know, man. Uh, I And for you, thank you all again for listening to the show. Please, like I said in the beginning, rate and review this on iTunes. Greatly appreciated. Uh, and remember, when it comes to entertainment news, two weeks late, listen to Unlicensed Entertainment. Or two months late at this point. Sure. Mm-hmm.